This message comes from Capital One. Your business faces unique challenges and opportunities. That's why Capital One offers a comprehensive suite of financial services backed by the strength of a top 10 commercial bank. Visit CapitalOne.com slash commercial. Member FDIC. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Giles Snyder. The weekend forecast for the Texas panhandle may prove to be a challenge for firefighters. The National Weather Service is warning of strong winds and relatively low humidity. Texas Governor Greg Abbott says the wildfires there may have destroyed as many as 500 structures. And in Wilderado, Lone Star Stockyards manager Bill Martin says the fires were so intense many cattle were unable to avoid the flames. People cut fences, open gates that the cows can move on their own, get out of the way of it. But it came so hard so fast, uh, most of them weren't able to, to get away from it. The fires burned more than 1,700 square miles. And with the weather this weekend, officials are warning the threat is not over yet. Tens of thousands are without power in California. As a powerful storm dumps snow in the Sierra Nevada, a blizzard warning is in effect through tomorrow. Forecasters say up to 12 feet of snow could fall in higher elevations. Former President Donald Trump's criminal trial in Florida on charges of withholding classified documents could start as soon as this summer. But as NPR's Greg Allen reports, Trump's lawyers are asking a federal judge to postpone it until after the presidential election. U.S. District Judge Eileen Cannon originally set May as a start date for the trial. Trump and two co-defendants faced some 40 felony counts for withholding and concealing classified and top-secret documents and then lying about it to investigators. At a hearing in Fort Pierce, government prosecutors proposed starting the trial in July. Trump's lawyers say it would be unfair to the American public and the former president if he has to spend weeks this fall in court rather than campaigning. They wanted the trial postponed until next year, but pressed by the judge proposed an August start date instead. Judge Cannon, a Trump appointee, gave no indication in court when she'll decide on a trial schedule. Greg Allen, NPR News, Fort Pierce, Florida. In a letter to the LGBTQ plus advocacy group Human Rights Campaign, the Federal Department of Education says it's investigating an Oklahoma school district after the death of a non-binary student prompted demonstrations across the country. Max Bryan, member station KWGS in Tulsa, has details. Officials said the department's Office of Civil Rights is investigating whether Owasso Public Schools responded to sex-based harassment in compliance with Title IX and the Americans with Disabilities Act. The letter was in response to a complaint filed by the advocacy group following the death of Nex Benedict, a non-binary 16-year-old Owasso High School student who died in February the day after a fight with three girls in a school bathroom. While police have said Benedict didn't die of trauma, the final autopsy report has not been released. A district spokesperson said Friday evening that they will cooperate with the investigation, but believes human rights campaign's complaint is, quote, not supported by the facts and is without merit. You're listening to NPR News. Educators in Florida are pushing back against a law state lawmakers passed last year that restricts or bans the use of public money for diversity, equity, and inclusion programs in Florida's public college system. Dr. David Canton is the director of the African American Studies Program at the University of Florida, which has moved to eliminate DEI positions. America is a multiracial democracy. We see California, 80% of public school children are non-white, the reality is we have to educate all Americans on this, react, this historical 
demographic reality. The law was among several measures aimed at ending what Republican Governor Ron DeSantis called woke policies in education. An upstate New York man who shot and killed a 20-year-old who pulled into his driveway by mistake last year has been sentenced to decades in prison. From member station WAMC, Aaron Shello-Levine reports. Kevin Monahan was sentenced to 25 years to life for the murder of Kalen Gillis, as well as a consecutive sentence of up to four years for tampering with evidence. Friends and family members of Gillis packed the court and delivered impact statements. Judge Adam Michelini blasted Monahan, saying he continues to feel justified in shooting at the vehicle. Any remorse you have isn't for the harm you've caused. The only regret you have is that you're finally facing the consequences for your actions. Monahan's lawyers claimed his shotgun was faulty and that the second fatal shot was accidental. Monahan plans to appeal after multiple unsuccessful requests for a mistrial. For NPR News, I'm Aaron Shello-Levine in Fort Edward, New York. This is NPR News. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath Learning Format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.